I think we can all agree knowledge is a good thing. Being curious about the world and finding answers as to what makes it tick is a great desire to have, and one that the man in today's episode possessed. But what happens when you're looking for answers in all the wrong places? Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing you the story of a man who dedicated his life to the pursuit of knowledge. He looked everywhere for answers, but we'll see just who reveals to him the answer on today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Let's get to it, folks. The true story of Shaul Katzoff. Mother, where are you? Right here, Shaul. Oh. Are you being chased from synagogue today? No, I just couldn't wait to tell you. And what is so important? Today, in shul, the rabbi asked me to read from the sacred Torah aloud. Me? Can you believe it? Shaul, what an honor. And you did well? Yes. Rabbi says that we who were born in Israel have both a great heritage and a great responsibility. Good. You should listen to Rabbi Simon. He has been teaching young Jewish scholars for many years, my son. And he said he will teach me the chants before my bar mitzvah. Ah, soon my boy will be singing from the Torah. Now, if you would only learn your algebra as quickly as you learn Jewish history. I could, if the rabbi were my math teacher. <laughs> Enough now. It's getting late. Go wash up and prepare for Sabbath. All right, but mother, just think of it. At my bar mitzvah, a rabbi will declare me to be a man, and I will be wise. Oh, you think that means you will then have the answers to all of life's questions? Maybe not all, but the most important ones. Life's questions will not be answered as easily as that, my son. But mother... With all I've studied, what more could I possibly need to know about the great God of Israel? Growing up in Israel, studying Jewish history and the ancient writings, Shoal was sure that all the answers in the universe could be found in learning and keeping the laws he had studied so diligently as a boy. But could those studies sustain him? as he faced the harder issues of life? Or would he always be searching for more? Find out in this true story of Shaul Katzoff, right now on Unshackled. What more was there to know about the great God of Israel? Having asked that question as a young boy, I soon found out that my mother was right. There was so much about life that I didn't know. As with most Jewish boys, when I finished school, I was recruited to serve in Israel's defense force, defending the country I loved. But when my tour of duty began, it would bring me face to face with some of the hard questions my mother had warned me about. Oh, that shelling is getting closer and closer. Yeah, think of it this way, Shaul. It makes guard duty easier. You think so? Sure. As long as we can hear the shelling. 
We know we're still alive out here. <laughs> you believe in God, Ario? When those shells get too close, I do. No, seriously, Ario. Well, sure. I did my studies in the Torah. Didn't you? Yes, and I thought I knew all the answers, but being this close to danger, I am not so sure. A soldier's life is full of uncertainty. It's true. We could be here one minute and go on the next. That means we have to live life to the fullest while we can, my friend. But is that pleasing to God? And does it even matter? <laughs> That's way too much thinking for me. Or maybe out here we have become self-centered soldiers doing a job and running to safety? Oh, uh, hey, I just want to make it out of this place alive. Sure, but then what? What do you mean? Seems like with all we've studied about God, we still have questions about what he wants from us. Well, my friend, you sure won't figure all this out while you're on guard duty. Maybe not, but someday I'm going to find my answers. My search continued when I was released from the military and studied electrical engineering. That field was easy for me because the answers were fixed, finite, and always the same. But I never forgot the discussions I had with soldiers, friends, and family about the meaning of life and the role the great God of Israel played in our lives. As I continued to read and attend synagogue with a deep desire to understand more, my restless searching led me to travel with friends to India. That was where the God I had studied about all my life suddenly became very real to me in the most unusual way. Oh, what a beautiful country this is, Javid. I'm enjoying my travel in your homeland. India is very different from your country, is it not? Night and day. That Tibetan monastery is an amazing sight. Have you gone inside yet, Shaul? No, but I would like to, even though I don't understand their beliefs and rituals. There is a ritual being performed today. We can go inside the temple and watch. Oh, I, I don't know. If you go inside, you will be invited to take part in their ritual as an honored guest. Take part? Wouldn't that be a great experience for an observant Jewish man? Uh, I suppose it might. Come with me. I will see that you are included in the ritual service. In the service? I don't know. Wait! Stop! Javid! Stop! I, 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 don't, I don't think I can go in there. Of course you can. But what is all the shouting I hear? What shouting? You don't hear that? It's screaming in my ears! Must be the noise of the crowd. Hurry now, we are almost to the door. I, 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 I can't! I don't think I can go in there. Something is stopping me. What? But you must come in. No! No, Javid, I can't. I don't know what to do. But this is an experience of a lifetime, is it not? I thought so, but... Oh, my ears so loud. No, I don't think I can. Shaul, the Tibetan ritual is starting. Are you coming or not? I couldn't do it. As we approached the temple doors, I experienced something I had never experienced before. It felt like the great God of Israel was shouting at me and preventing me from entering. I actually heard voices in my head shouting, the Lord is the one true God. I remembered the commandment that I should have no other God before him, so I turned and ran from that place confused but certain that somehow I was hearing the one true God speaking to my heart. 
I didn't understand what he wanted, but it renewed my desire to return to the rabbis to try to find out, even if my family didn't understand or approve. Slow down, my son. You will choke on your dinner. You have plenty of time to meet the rabbi. I don't want to be late, mother. I don't understand this need of yours to be so fervent in your religious experiences. Did something happen in India? I, uh... I just felt drawn to learn more about God. Blessed be he. Well, the whole family wants to know why you've become so religious all of a sudden. I can't explain it, mother. I just need to know more. But you're even neglecting your friends and family. You're always at synagogue. I'm, well, um, I'm searching for spiritual answers, mother. Really? With all your studies... What more could you possibly need to know? There it was again, that same question. What more did I need to know? I couldn't explain it to myself, much less to my family. All I knew was that there had to be more to my relationship with God than what I had learned in books. And I was determined to find it. I would soon experience an unexpected encounter that would change me forever. It would bring me face to face with all of my questions and fears. Folks, we'll get back to Shaul's story in just a moment, but first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org, and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, Unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to... 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, let's get back to Shaul's story. Spending more and more time in the synagogue, reading, praying, and searching caused me a lot of anxiety as I tried to explain to my family and friends my burning desire to understand life's deepest questions. Their constant nagging about my social life finally prompted me to accept an invitation from an old friend to attend a concert. Although I enjoyed the music, it was what happened on the city streets after the concert that made such an impression. <laughs> Repent! The kingdom of heaven is at hand! The Messiah has come! Repent! Repent and be saved! <laughs> oh. You knocked him down. <laughs> and scattered his papers. Please take one. Here, read it. 
Believe in the Messiah before it is too late. Take this old preacher man. Hey, let go of him. What's it to you? Stay out of this. Yeah, he's preaching lies. I said leave him alone. Or what? Or I call the authorities. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Yeah, this old blasphemer's not worth it. <laughs> it's okay now. They'll leave him. Here, let me help you up. Oh, thank you, son. What made them so angry? Uh, I was telling them the truth. That Yeshua is the Messiah of Israel. Oh, I see. Well, no wonder they call you a blasphemer. I have heard the Jesus fables before. No disrespect, but I'm afraid you brought this on yourself. No, son. I was sharing the truth. The truth that can set you free. That is your truth. But those men were Orthodox Jews. It's no excuse for what they did to you. But that is not their truth. Or mine either, Mr. Uh... The name's Jacob. And thank you for saving me from that mob, young man. How is it you don't seem angry by what they did? Why should I be there misguided? And only Jesus can give them peace. Ha! <laughs> Peace? I've traveled the globe looking for peace, Jacob. I've studied Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, and more rabbis than I can count, but I still haven't found the answers I need. Could it be you've been looking in the wrong places? Here, may I give you this book? Why would I need another book? Ah, it is what is in the book. It explains how I came to faith in Yeshua, the Messiah. The story of your life? How will that help me? You might find out this old man isn't so different from you after all. Well, uh, thanks. I'm always searching for answers. Really? Then you must remember there is only one answer you need, and you'll find it in here. And when you do, feel free to call me if you have questions. I didn't understand this man called Jacob. I had encountered believers in Yeshua before, but I had never met one who was strong enough to stand up to bullies and still speak of his faith with such conviction. My search had taken me all over the world, but I had never seen peace as I had seen it in the eyes of Jacob, even while he was being persecuted for his beliefs. I had to know more and as I began to read his own account of finding salvation in Jesus Christ, I knew I would have a lot of research to do before I talked to him again. Mother? Shaul, what are you doing home? Mother. Are you short on food in your apartment again? Oh, no, not this time. I came to pick up a book I left in my old room. But surely you have time to sample your mother's baking. Besides, I just cleaned in there. And there's no book except for that old Bible you were given in the military. That's what I came for. I can't imagine why you kept it. I want to research some facts in the Old Testament. Really? What are you up to now? It's a long story. I met a man I can't get off my mind. So you're still searching for something? Sort of. He claims the Bible validates his belief that Yeshua is the Messiah. I believe he's wrong and has misquoted the Old Testament. 
I thought the stories of Yeshua were in the New Testament. They are, and for that reason I've chosen never to read the New Testament. I've always thought believers in Yeshua are traitors to the true faith of our people. So why are you questioning now? And why are you in such a hurry? Because I can't explain it, Mother, but this man is different. Fine. Do this for search if you must, but it's a shame to miss my homemade babka. Uh, chocolate babka? But of course. My research can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my apartment, searching through the Old Testament scriptures in that old Bible was like walking through stories long forgotten from my school years. I loved revisiting Joseph, Daniel, David and Goliath, and I marveled at the great God of Israel's love for our people. But I was absolutely stunned to find that every scripture Jacob claimed would prove Yeshua as the Messiah was accurate, word for word, because Jacob's book included the story of how he himself had proclaimed faith in Yeshua. I was eager to seek him out to debate those points personally, just to prove him wrong. Come in. Ha! You must be Shaul. Yes. I'm Daniel, Jacob's assistant. He was delighted to get your call. You read his book? I did, and I hope I'm not disturbing him. Of course not. Nothing pleases Jacob more than talking with someone about Jesus, our Messiah. So you are a believer too. But you are Jewish, are you not? Oh, yes. And since I received the grace of forgiveness given to me by Jesus Christ, who was both a Jew and the Son of God, I am now complete, a Messianic Jew. Ah, there you are, Jacob. Your young visitor is here. Shaul, you came. And you read my book? That's why I'm here. That book on the piece I saw in your eyes that day when you were attacked. And that's what you are still searching for. Peace. I'm searching for answers. <laughs> so you came here mostly to prove Jacob wrong? Well, actually that was my first thought, but now I see both you and Jacob seem to have answered all your faith questions. Remember I told you there is only one answer you need? Yes, but I thought I knew all I needed to know about the great God of Israel until you pointed out scriptures in the Old Testament that I'd never considered before. The Bible as a whole is the inspired word of God, Shaul. When you understand that, it changes things. Son, our great God loved the world so much that he sent all of us, not just us, his chosen people, but all of us, a way to be free of the sin in our lives. That is the greatest gift and the answer you are seeking. His name is Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, the Son of God and the Prince of Peace, who came that you might have eternal life because of him. Shaul, what you have learned is powerful, but you cannot fully understand God's message to us until you read all of what he wants us to know. May I give you this Bible to take home? It is the complete word of God to us. Ah, I see. You mean it includes both the Old and New Testaments? Yes. It tells the story of Yeshua's coming and his death on a cross to bring us the forgiveness of sins. That's the peace you are seeking. 
and you will find your answers, Shaul, if you will read it. Do you have the courage to open that book and let it speak to you? The New Testament. As an observant Jew, I had never allowed myself to read about Yeshua and his followers, but with this Bible in my hands, I began to ask God for a sign that this whole book would speak truth to me. Alone in my room, I opened the Bible to the 53rd chapter of Isaiah that describes the suffering and death of the Messiah, Yeshua, who died on a cross for my sins. As I read, a joy and peace that I had never felt before began to wash over me, and I knew that I had wasted too much time. Holding that Bible, I bowed in prayer before God and with tears streaming, asked for forgiveness for taking so long to see the truth. It was at that very moment I was being beckoned. Hello? Shaul. Jacob felt I should call to see if you have questions. Oh, Daniel, my questions have just been answered. Oh? You... your eyes have been opened? I want to declare my faith to Yeshua, the Messiah, and my Savior. That's wonderful. Are you absolutely sure? I am. Finally, I am. But, Shaul, you should remember that it also means you have some explaining to do to your Jewish family and friends. I have thought of that. It may be a bit of a struggle to help them understand. You're right, it may be. But Daniel, that's worth it. Jacob invited me to dinner that night with his family. Before dinner, I explained my encounter with the great God of Israel, how I read the Bible and how he had spoken to my heart, leading me to faith in Yeshua. It would be the first of many times that I would share the story of a Jewish boy whose search for life's answers led him straight to the foot of a cross. Jacob prayed that night that our God would continue to lead me to share with others who needed to know the truth that I had found. I was certain I would never feel as near to God as I did that night, but I was wrong. Three months later, near the Jordan River, my life-changing experience was made complete. Friends, we are gathered here by the Jordan River because our brother, Shaul Katsav, has chosen to follow Yeshua, our Savior and our Messiah. As we rejoice with him today, listen to his word of testimony. I want to give glory to the God of Israel who sent his son Yeshua to die for me that I might have eternal life with him. Amen, my brother. Are you ready to follow Christ in baptism here today? Oh, yes, I'm ready. Buried in likeness of Christ's death, raised to walk in newness of life. If ye then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above. I knew from that moment that my questions had ended, but my mission had just begun. I wanted to use my life to do what Jacob had done, 
to give glory to the God of Israel and to share with those who need to know the Messiah who offers us peace and salvation. Though I had searched the world for the meaning of life, I finally found all that I was searching for in my Savior, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Listening friend, as Shul Katzoff found, only Jesus can satisfy your searching for peace. Have you found peace and contentment from the questions you have in your life? And if you haven't, you can be free today by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 8.5 says that God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When you put your faith in him, you will find a friend who will change your life and give you peace. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 promise that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you need help in making this crucial decision, Get in touch with us here at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Or we encourage you to call 1-888-NEED-HIM. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform. Unshackled Daily Devotionals, and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. The winner of the sweepstakes for this beautiful scripture plaque will be announced on our social media and right here on this podcast in two weeks. Keep an eye out because the following sweepstakes drawing will begin immediately after that. This will be your next opportunity to enter and potentially win one of these beautiful reminders of God's Word. And next time... J.R., you'll have to talk to Tim. Oh, what do you do now? Tim Lee was a preacher's kid who rebelled against his parents' teaching. You know that your father set up curfew rules. He expects you to be home on time, and so do I. You expect me to care about that curfew? I certainly do. Well, I don't. Young man, in this house, we have rules. I'll tell you what you can do with those rules. Success at sports was a way to gain attention for the man in this story. We love you, Tim. He set two records while he was in high school, in the long jump and high hurdles. But he was running away from those who loved him. Did you see my picture in the paper today? Yes, I did. Cool, huh? Does it glorify the Lord? Not everything does, Dad. This is the story of how and why he stopped running. Don't miss the first of his exciting two-part story 
Another true dramatization from the classic files of Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Shoal Katzoff were Kurt Nabig, Frenette Lebo, Demetrius Troy, Mark Forrest, Gary Brachetto, and Dave Kappas. Original music Don Badorf, sound effects Demetrius Troy, recording engineer David Pierczynski, audio engineer Michael Kahn, script Karen Knight. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>